welcome to the Gregory Digout Podcast. We're excited about tonight. We got um, soul thing. We got the boss here, hey, no, ready no. to ready to rock. Hey, I was just telling uh, I was just telling you that the way you guys are able to do this, Joseph and you, like I'm ready to travel more. I think the True. Lord's trying to True. get me out of the house. Yeah. Not uh, you guys can handle this. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. No, that was I incredible. Mean, we, it's not the same without you. Um, <laughs> oh, so we're glad that you're here. Yes, I'm honored, honored to be here. Yeah. And, no, um, it's going to be good. So we want to chat a little bit. Yeah, um, we do. Kind of want to pick up. We left off uh, last week. How are you doing, by the way? Uh, how's, how are you <laughs> I'm feeling? doing great, yeah. man. Thank you. For sure. It's I mean, a it's, pleasure to, yeah. to be able to talk to you. Yeah, tonight. likewise. And, likewise. Uh, every day when I see you. Every day, 12, 12 15. <laughs> it's the best. Central time. Yes, this man is with me every day on Daily Bread along with Olivia. And um, wow, I'm, I sound pretty loud. Are you guys, I might, I might shout a little bit, so yeah. you might want to take me out a little. Um, but thank you for being on this journey with us. Those of you yeah. that are connected to our daily bread every day. And, yeah. and um, it's been fun. these guys helped me get it done. I would have never known how to really use all the technology, but we got it going now. We, we do. We got, I, we do. I know what I'm doing now. You do. I'm yeah. starting to anyway. But I got a quick uh, um, win also yeah. from somebody who is a Vallejo parent. So we have uh, school K yep. through 12 Academy and um, what is it September 16th right now like there's time to still enroll your kids if you want to enroll your kids in an in-person school we've got a in, we're, we're having school in person vallejoacademy.com and uh, you can see it on the screen but one of the parents um, gave us sent, sent us this win this testimony I'd like to extend a big thank you to the entire staff at Vallejo Academy for their sincere genuine concern for the students every day i see the wonderful staff working so hard to keep our students safe not only do they keep our students following covid safety pr uh, procedures but they keep them happy yeah they keep them happy she said wow they keep them anytime you can keep a kid happy in school first of all that's a miracle secondly you better sign up. You would want, you'll want to sign up if you want your kids to be happy during the day because they will be at uh, Vallejo Academy. And um, so she said, for me as a parent, that's the best part. To be a, to be a student today who attends in-class lessons is a blessing. Our Vallejo children are able to continue their education and be around their friends and peers during this pandemic because of the enormous love of the Vallejo staff. This is all from the parent, not from a staff member, by the way. Um, parents are surprised when I tell them my boys attend in-class school every day, just like before COVID. It's priceless. I've been proud to be a part of the Vallejo Academy family. You guys rock. Words can't describe the gratitude in my heart when I see each of you every day working for our children. So thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Your love matters. This is from Teresa, a parent at Vallejo Academy. And let's thank our, our teachers, man, our staff at Vallejo Academy. It's so good. Call them now. They'll, they might even answer right now if you call them and sign your kid up. Uh, if you're interested in that kind of education, it's all Christian, it's all Christ-centered, Jesus-centered, Bible-centered education, and uh, it's really great. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. Love that shout out. I um, so we're gonna we're gonna just chat a little bit, uh, picking up where we left off last week. Yeah. Um, obviously, I, I, JD was here last week, and so. Um, thank you for having me. I'm honored to be a part <laughs> Thank of you this. for having me. I kind of feel a little, like a little bit of the prodigal son vibes, you know, like, you know, am, should I, do I have a place here? Yes, uh, yes. My, my child, uh, all that I have is, is yours. <laughs> thank you. And um, <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but I, I really loved what we were getting into last week. You, you spent a, a good amount of time. Well, you spend a good amount of time every week talking about love. Yeah. Uh, not yes. a good amount of time like you go, well, sometimes, but you actually, ah. you've actually have been shorter. With, wow, uh, last Sunday was 66 minute wild. service. Yeah. Wow, online, we're trying to keep your attention, everybody, as much as we can without compromising any bit of it. So yeah. these, this team works incredibly hard to bring you church, yeah. Yeah. church into your home. Mm -hmm. And uh, we believe in church in the temple, and from house to house, yeah. that's what we're that's really great. experiencing. That's Acts really chapter five, Christianity right now. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So I love that. And, and you've been really diving into love, and you talked last week about that. You you phrased it as the language of love, which yeah. I thought was really cool, and how 
everybody can understand that language and you don't no doubt. You, you know it's so that's that's universal and so but we need to we need to get better at like speaking that language yeah. i think everybody understands it but not everybody can speak it yeah like, right fluently you they said, know when it's been spoken right but they don't necessarily right. know how to speak it like in a foreign language yeah. Wow. Good, yeah. good illustration. Yeah, so I, I, I would love uh, just to kind of pick up on that a little bit. I know you've got, you've always got thoughts about that, but I, I would also love for us to get like, because I think when we start talking about things like the love of God and being love, um, it's kind of very easy for us to just affirm that and agree with that. Yeah. So I think we need to kind of get a little bit more deep into that on like, well, let's look at ourselves, let's look at our lives and like, where, where should we be making adjustments? Yeah. Um, and I think obviously the best way to practice love is with people. Um, we love God, obviously, but loving people is really where we, we got to get good at. And so yes. I think it'd be, it'd be cool to kind of just talk a little bit through that of like our, how we interact with people and how we can get better at speaking the language of love towards people like practically too because like everyone agrees yeah we, we want to love we want to be people that love but but where can we actually start getting in and improving that so i think we need to get into yeah. the nitty-gritty yeah. of that and um you know what i want to share tonight and share through our conversation and um share some some points as we go through this but um i i i titled what i'm going to talk about and what this you know, this evening is about is the building blocks for getting along with anybody. Mm. And that's what I called this yeah. because um, I believe that God created us to get along with people. He didn't create us to be at war. He didn't create us to be irreconcilable. He didn't create us to be divided. He created us to, to get along with people. Yeah. And yeah. what has been exposed in during this COVID season and during the pandemic and, and what, what came up and what, what I think flushed up was we do not know how to get along with people that are different than us. Right, right. And that is the biggest thing to me that is, that our nation in particular is suffering from. And yeah. listen, what happens in America eventually catches up everywhere. Um, even though we're only 5% of the world's population, America is the most influential nation in the world. And the, the, the sins of our nation, the, the, the brokenness of our nation, the inability to get along with people that are different than yeah. ourselves, to me is the secret to it all. And it's the key to it all. And it's what God always intended. And it's something that a lot of people are not good at. They're good at getting along with people that they like. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, um, Pray for your enemies. Do good to those that persecute you. Do good to those. He said anybody will do the right thing to somebody who treats them right. Yeah. But God wants us to learn how to do the right thing because it's the right thing. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what love does. And in First John chapter four, it says, um, well, I start in first chapter three, verse one. See what what behold. He uses this word. This is behold. What manner of love is this? that the father would call us his children. See what manner of love, what a great love the father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons and daughters of God or that we should be called the children of God. So to me, the fact that we as believers are called sons and daughters of God means that no matter what color we are, no matter what our background is, no matter what our heritage is, no matter what nation we're from, no matter what ethnicity we have, no matter what financial or social status we have, everybody who's born again under God are brothers and sisters. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we should be the ones modeling, I'm not saying that we're better than people that aren't saved. We're just saved. We're just part of God's family and God wants us to continually expand right. his family to include everyone we come in contact with everyone that will hear like Joseph said going into the highways and the byways and compelling people to come in because God loves them just as much as he loves us and he wants them to be a part of the family of God but within the family within the church in America within the church worldwide we have had a tendency to just 
be drawn in many cases to churches of people just like us. And I don't life changers isn't a church where everybody's just like us. Life changers is a church where people from every walk of life, from every ethnicity, from internationally and color wise and ethnicity wise, man, we're the rainbow coalition. We're a rainbow coalition in this church and we're honored. I'm honored to 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 be your pastor. I'm honored to be your pastor. I'm honored to have you guys in this church from all over the world. Our church is global. It's local and it's global. Um, When we start our having in-person services and we'll talk about that at some point soon when that's going to be. But we're going to have our in-person service, but we're going to continue to have our on our global online service. So nobody's going to be left out. And love includes everybody and we want to include everybody. But we're brothers and sisters. So I remember talking to somebody once and um, it was in our uh, one of our services years ago. And um, this guy was really upset and he came down after the service. He didn't like what I preached. And he said to me, he said, hey, I don't like what anything you said. And I said, whoa, brother, take it easy. And he stopped me and he said, you're not my brother. (laughs) And he said, literally, he said, you're not my brother. You can't call me brother. Yeah. And I said, yeah, well, if you're a believer, I can't. Right. I can call you brother. And I think he thought that maybe I was trying to uh, he was African-American. Maybe he thought I was trying to, um, I don't know, placate him by calling him brother. But I call Roman brother. I'm like, hey, bro, he's my son. And I'm like, hey, hey, bro, Uh, I call my son, bro. Uh, But it's hilarious. And I ask myself sometimes, why am I calling my child bro? (laughs) But there's we're family. Yeah, we are. We're family. Yeah. And I'm not trying to criticize this guy, but he was pretty mad. And some of the brothers in the church, they were like, they all gathered around me. Like, and, and that was when we were a little more, you know, militant yeah. from a, okay. you know, organizational standpoint, yeah. a little more, you know, like we're going to knock you out if you get near our pastor. I could use some of that love actually right now. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I, I just include, I feel like, there's the grace of God is in our lives to to include everybody. And I want to feel it. I want everybody to feel included Mm -hmm. in this church family. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's that's very um, clear that that's what people feel. They feel included when, you know, obviously we haven't seen people in a while, but (laughs) I think, you know, we know what the the, the majority of people that come through the doors, they really do feel included. And that's that's obvious because people stick around that don't, you know, that don't look like each other, don't have the same backgrounds. Like it's very clear people feel at home here. And so that's a that's a beautiful thing. Um, And I think what I what I'm and I kind of want to throughout this this chat, I just sort of want to like just absorb as much as I can. So I'm going to kind of like be more selfish in this conversation because I feel like, and I, and I want to encourage everyone watching too to do the same thing. Like, cause when you're, when we're talking about everyone, we want to include everyone. We are all family on a, on a general level. That's very easy to agree with. It's very easy to be like, yes, like I believe that. But then there's a, then there's a lower tier or the next level down of like, the people that we interact with every day where we say we're family, but then it comes, then, you know, then somebody like bails on you at work or somebody offends you with a a comment or somebody like, you know, treats you in a negative way. And all of a sudden now we have reason to not see that person as family. We still agree. Like we're all family. Everyone should be included from every background. Like, but I think there's like, there is a, a a more like a day to day level that sometimes we kind of can kind of struggle with actually living out this inclusion and this family approach. And so I, I think I just want to encourage everyone as we start that we continue this conversation to also, um, make sure that we are, thinking about like practically, um, what, what we can do in our own lives. Yeah. I think, how can we make this personal for ourselves? So I think that's kind of how I I would love to frame this conversation, um, as we continue. So, absolutely. You know, I think first of all, everybody who, um, we talk about race, we talk about diversity, we talk about so many different things. And I think it's really important to understand that there are 
there really are there really are two races in this world, but they're not what most people think. There's not white and black. There's not male or female. Yeah. There's the there's the race of people who are part of the family of God. And frankly, gang, we need to realize not everybody is a part of the family of God. So there's the race of the believer and the unbeliever. Mm-hmm. And the goal of the believer is to bring the unbeliever to a place to believe and to be become a part of the family of God. So yeah. we have got to start with evangelism and caring about people's eternal soul. I think mm-hmm. everything starts with realizing there's a lot at stake in our lives yeah. because we are going to live forever. God created us in his image as eternal beings. Mm-hmm. And we're either going to spend eternity with God or spend eternity without him. And the only th- the only difference between what will determine whether you spend eternity with God and whether you spend eternity without him is simply believing in Jesus. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Yeah. Like this is what it's like. Believers don't think unbeliever. Believers don't think we're better than unbelievers. Believers just realize, man, Jesus saved me. My faith is in him and him alone. And I want to introduce you to him and him alone because he's the only way to salvation, not by being in my church, not by being a certain from a certain country, not by um, following certain rules or religious Uh, religious rituals. No, it's whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So that's where it all starts. Like we should be praying more than anything that we because we're going to spend eternity. We're going to spend eternity in one place or another. We should be trying to get everybody we care about and everybody we don't care about Mm -hmm. into the family of God so they can spend eternity in heaven with Jesus Christ, because that's what life is all about. It's yeah. all about that. Yeah. This is eternal life to know him. So Man. practically mm-hmm. to it's it starts with welcome to the family. Yeah. Encourage your loved ones, your family members, your coworkers. Yeah. Try to bring them to Jesus. Go to our salvation page. I think um, people can go to yep. lifechangerschurch.com slash salvation. Yep. yep. And there's links that they can send mm-hmm. an explanation of the gospel to their loved one. They can send uh, an invitation to our church online yeah. to a loved one. It's so easy to share the gospel with people now, which is where love begins. Mm-hmm. Love begins in sharing the, the most loving thing that God could ever do for us, offer the gift of salvation through yeah. Jesus. It starts there. Yeah, it starts there. So yeah, I want to encourage you guys to take advantage of the resources in our on our website and on our on our church page and use that to win this world mm-hmm. to Jesus, because that's when it, that's where healing begins now. Yeah. Well, I think also I just I want to yeah. chime in that that's just amazing perspective to have, like just the fact that, hey, we are not here like we are here temporarily and yeah. like we are living for eternity so like let's keep that in mind like i think that's so important we get so caught up in little stuff that just doesn't matter so many little things that are so finite so temporary and so i just i, I just think the the perspective of that is really massive and really wow. really empowering well so, said yeah no i stuff. think that's really good cool. champ the the that concept and having that perspective from God's point of view and from eternity's point of view, yeah, yeah. it really puts um, like right now, the country is so divided politically that if we could just take a step back from politics and if we could just take a step back from who you want to win or who somebody else mm-hmm. wants to win, mm-hmm. because again, I think churches are divided politically, unfortunately, often as well, because people that are considered um, more conservative uh, Republicans, they tend to go to certain types of churches. And those that are considered liberal or Democrat 
in leaning in that way. They go yeah. to certain churches, but at Life Changers, yeah. it's not like that. It's so true. It's really, I, I, I love that. Right? I'm, I'm so thankful for that. And I'm so thankful that we can gather together, not based on beliefs, not, not based on political beliefs, right. but based on the beliefs that really matter. That's right. And I love that this is a place yes. that everybody can feel welcome. And I think more, like not, I think, I just think people need to know that when they come to this church, no matter what they believe, like you can, you can be here. There is room for you here. Yeah. And that's what we, that's what we believe. And that's what we live out. And I'm grateful for a, a church of people, not just because we say that, but there's a church of people that are willing to come together, that are willing to lay down their politics and what, not even just politics, but any kind of preference, right? Just because they know the presence of God is what we're here for. Right. And we're here to grow as people, not just kind of reaffirm our, you know, preferences. And to be able to have yeah. the freedom to be able to believe in the matters of in, 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 in the the um, catechism from years ago, it went like this. It was in the essentials, let there be unity in the non-essentials, let there be liberty, mm. but in all things, let there be charity yeah. in, and which is love, right? Because in the King James Bible, first John, first Corinthians 13, four, charity is kind and charity is patient. It uses the word charity for the word love. So in the essentials, let there be unity. Jesus Christ risen from the dead in the essentials were unified in the non-essentials. Let there be liberty, whether we, you know, what, whether we're on a ve vegan diet or whether we're on a, you know, yes. <laughs> paleo diet or let there be There's a liberty, lot of, a lot of division around right? a lot of the division dieting, around, oh, the dieting around food. Options, right. Yeah. And and so. There's got to be liberty. Really good. We got to give each other freedom. We got to give each other space. Yeah. We got to let each other develop. We got to let yeah. people, let people evolve. Mm -hmm. Give people the tools to evolve. Like mm -hmm. this is a this is a crime against uh, church, a, a crime against Christians that a lot of uh, leaders are guilty of not giving people room to evolve. Mm -hmm. As soon as people yeah. walk through the door, stra straddling them and saddling them with rules and with religious, you know, slogans and you got to be holy and yeah. you got people do not come from the world I came from of drugs and addiction and loneliness and depression. You don't immediately become holy being born again. You evolve, you get yeah. born again yeah. and then you evolve yeah. and love wow. gives people room to evolve. Yeah. Let people evolve in their in their um, in their spiritual life. Let people evolve in their emotional life. Let people evolve in their habits. Yeah. Let people evolve in their politics. If we could get a hold of empathy. Yeah. And that's yeah. one of the building blocks of getting along with anybody is a word that is used in, in the world today. But it's it's used in language, but it's not like you said, we know what love is when we hear it, but we don't know how to necessarily give it. Right. We know what empathy is when somebody has it towards us, yeah. but we don't always yeah. know how to give it. So I right. want to help people to know how to give it by defining some of what it is. Yeah. And I, and I will just say, I think it's really, this is a great time to deploy some self-awareness so that we are thinking about like, I'm, this is what I, this is how I'm approaching this right now. Like, okay, where do I need to Im improve in my empathy and where are there areas where I have not been um, you know, given grace to people and given them room to grow because I think it's, we all want people to give us room to grow. Yeah. And we, sometimes we just don't, we expect people to be their best yeah. expect. So I, I think that that point is massive really and is. I think we can agree with it, but let's also apply it. So that's kind of like the, how I think we need to approach this is deploy some self-awareness right now. We can all improve at that. We yeah, can we all can. improve at giving grace to people and, um, and, and, letting and having people empathy. Evolve. Yeah, letting, that's letting so good. People evolve. I love that. Um, and realize this: that like the same way we did the we, we had fun a few weeks ago with Tyra when we put the thing on the screen where it was like 
yeah. everybody sees the dress one, some people see the dress one color, some people see it another color. Some people heard a word one way, some people heard the same word a different way. And everybody who, had, who heard it their way was like, how come you can't hear it? Yeah. Hey, come <laughs> yeah. on, it's obvious. So and everybody true. joked around like, come on, it's obvious it actually is this color. Or it's obvious the voice actually said that. Yeah. And, and I, wow. there's so many people listening and watching me right now that feel like, it should be obvious mm -hmm. to vote for Donald Trump. And then there's other people that will say, it should, they feel it should be obvious not to vote for him, but to vote for Joe Biden or whoever else is running out there. Yeah. I don't even know if, there any, if anybody else is. I thought about putting my name in there, but I don't want the scrutiny. You know, I need the, I need the grace. I need the, you know, I got too, much, too many things in the closet from my past. Uh, but thank God that I'm forgiven and so are you. But I think that when we say, how could anybody believe this? Yeah, that's check. Like, stop right there. Check yourself right there. When you say, how could anybody believe? How? Why would anybody not see this? Hey, some people have blind spots. Maybe I have a blind spot. Maybe you have a blind spot. If we just come to the table and be willing to learn the building blocks of getting along with anybody, then you're not going to be so shocked when somebody says, well, I'm voting for this person. And and then there's so much shaming going on in our culture yeah. and we got to stop with the shame. We got to stop making people feel that they're not with it mm. if if they don't see it our way. Look, not everybody sees things my way. Not everybody sees things about tongues. I like I love praying in tongues and I, I can back it up in scripture and I can prove to you how beautiful and how awesome that it is scripturally. And yet down the street, somebody could be preaching and saying that's not for us today. And I'm not mad at that person. In fact, one time I was I met with a pastor and uh, they had started their church a few years sooner than we did. And, yeah. and so we had breakfast. And their church was about four or five years old. Ours was like one year old. And so we met for breakfast. Somehow we connected this pastor and me. We had breakfast and and I was just asking him questions like, hey, man, how'd you get to how'd you grow? What are you doing this work in? Like I, I just started this a year ago. We're having you know, a little bit of success. We have 100 people or whatever it was. And and we had a great conversation. But at the end of the conversation, and I've told you this because you're my son, but we've talked about this in the past. But at the end of the conversation, this guy, this pastor looked at me and he said, I can't believe you really surprised me today. I'm like, how? He said, I thought for sure you were going to try to convince me to speak in tongues. And now when I look back, I wish I would have convinced him to speak in tongues. I would have helped him. But my point is my <laughs> teasing. But my point is, is that that was the farthest thing from my yeah. mind was yeah. to try to convince him of my beliefs. Yeah, I was there to learn. I mean, that's who that's that's who you are. Like you. That's how you live. And I think more of us need to be like that because oh, thanks. Yeah, because we we oftentimes are are driven to to convince people yeah. to to see it our way. And I think what you were touching on, I'm t it's kind of just like we're almost devaluing people yes. because it's like our opinion is the right one. And if you don't agree with that, you are of less value. And that that's like that's just not good. And that's, that's not, not what God wants. And, and I think there is a very possible way that we can have disagreements on things um, without disagreeing with the people with people. Right. We can we can have disagreements on on stuff, but that doesn't mean we have to. It has to be a negative thing. And I think you, yes. Yeah, like and we don't have to be disagreeable. Right. Right. We, we did. We, yeah. We disagree with ideas, but not with the, the people like right. we can be. We can ha have agreement because and this is what you've been talking about. We're above like when we think about our identity in Christ, like we are above the the, the these issues. These yes, political issues like the issues of the world. So we can there can be differences there in can that, be in that realm. And we can come down yeah, from yeah. being above and vote. Yeah. And we should come down and vote. Right. But right. let's go back up and see things from where Christ yeah. is seated in heavenly places, mm. seated with Christ in heavenly places, seeing things from his perspective. Yeah. Come down from that to vote. That's cool. I mean, get your ideas from God right. on who you're going to vote for. Pray about it. 
and then vote, but then go back to that place where you look at everything from the perspective of eternity mm-hmm. and love, yeah. and the Father wants us together, not, not divided, and yeah. he wants us to know that there, we can have differences without divisions, mm-hmm. and we can have disagreements without having a spirit of disagreement, yeah, which is the spirit of disagreement is angry, mm-hmm. and the spirit of disagreement wants to um, wants to to oppress yeah. and force something yeah. upon you, force my belief upon you. That's the spirit of disagreement. Yeah. But to disagree is easy when you're not motivated and led by your emotions, but you're led mm. by love. And that's the two yeah. ways you can be led in, in your life. You can lead, you can be led by love, led by the spirit, which is being led by love and led by God's word yeah. or led by your by your emotions. You, you shared that earlier today, actually on Daily Bread, you said um, your emotions exist to serve you, right? not the other way around. That's right. And then when you, you said, if you're led with emotions, you're going to end up in a ditch. That's right. If, you, if you're led by love, you're going to end up in a good place. Yes. And so I think that's, that's exactly so, that's right. It's just the right posture. It's just a posture we have to stay in. That's exactly where we where need to we be. Where we can have emotions, just like we can disagree with people on things, but we are, we are above that thing and we are like you said at the beginning of this like we are family and i think if we approach it that way i just i think that the ability that's such a that's such an underrated strength the ability to disagree with people but still be in love yes and i think we that's where we're that's where we're going with this and that's the ability to um as i mentioned to, to you can't get there without having the building blocks that get you there. Right. So right. let me break some of that down Good. for everybody. First of all, let me tell you what empathy is, because I think there's a lot of definitions out there. I've got a lot of things that I've written, that I've looked up, that I've researched on empathy. Empathy is, I could say, and I'm going somewhere with this, empathy has the ability to experience another person's world, another person's pain, and another person's inner conflict. That's what empathy has the ability to do. Without empathy, there can be no understanding. And without understanding, there can be no effective communication. And therefore, there can be no effective relationships. And God created us for relationship. Christianity is not a religion, it's a relationship. And therefore, a relationship has certain building blocks that that go into it in order for a relationship to be successful, both your relationship with God and your relationship with people. And you can't just pick the people that you get along with that already think like you. You gotta be willing to say, you know what? In any family, there's gonna be disagreements. And in any church, there's gonna be disagreements. In any nation, there's gonna be disagreements. So we have to learn how to have those disagreements without compromising our love and without compromising our empathy. So can I just interject? Yeah, this is very like meta meta moment for me right now, because I'm just thinking about like, we have so many disagreements like in our family, (laughs) like so many. And but I I think like this is why you are such a great leader, because you 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 have clearly demonstrated for us, like at the end of the day, it's that's good. That's a good thing to like have opinions on things and to share that and express ourselves. But we always come back to like love. Yeah. And that's what we start with. That's what we end with. And and, and really everything in between as well is of that theme. But and when you love, no, this is really important what you're saying, because when you love, you give room for people to express yeah. themselves and you don't shut them down. Yeah. I didn't mean to shut I'm, you down just I'm, now. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably guilty am, of that. No, I'm terrible at that. Yeah. And I want to be better at that. Well, we like, can't like that. That It starts with yeah. love. Therefore, you have to let other people be heard. You have to yeah. let the other person be heard. And I'm jumping ahead, but it's important that you get the, that you get this, that you know, God gives us two ears and one mouth because we're supposed to listen twice as much as we talk, right? And the and empathy requires having a genuine interest in people mm. and an open-mindedness to ha- to the differences that we might have, rather than like I'm seeing people online that are saying, no, it has to be this way, Pastor. No, you can't. Anybody can see if you're really godly, you have to vote this way or you have to do this. And and yet other people have the exact opposite view as you. And yet you're right and they're wrong. No, you're right for you, but you're wrong in the demeanor and the manner in which you go about communicating your opinion. 
And you got to tone it down. You've got to throttle it back. You got to you can't shame people because they don't agree with you. You're not the only person that's fully woke is Jesus, not you, not me. None of us are fully woke except Jesus. He woke from the dead. So anybody, anybody that hadn't woke from the dead yet ain't woke at all. You understand what I'm saying? So so stop thinking that you're woke and everybody else isn't and that you got to wake everybody up. Jesus is the only one that woke from the dead. He's the only one that has fullness of everything. We got to bow to him and bow our attitudes and our emotions to the spirit of the living God and the word of God, which is love. It all boils down to that. So so empathy doesn't judge people, doesn't ridicule them, doesn't demean them, doesn't silence them. It's open and accepting of everyone. Here's the best definition of empathy. And then I'm going to give you the building blocks in a few short moments. The best definition I've ever heard on empathy is this, the ability to communicate that incredibly healing message of. You're not alone. Mm. The ability to communicate that incredibly healing message of Notice that word healing message. Empathy is the ability to communicate that incredibly healing, that incredibly healing message of you're not alone. You're not alone. I can't say I know how you feel because I don't necessarily, but I can say you're not alone. Empathy is the ability to clearly communicate the healing message of you're not alone and get that incredible feeling sent. You know, you know what it means to send somebody a message like if you send somebody a message in all caps, like you're you're sending an attitude, you're sending a tone, you're sending even if you, you know, you got the thing accidentally stuck, a person receives that message as loud. A person receives if you you know how to send the wrong message. We all know how to send the wrong message. We, know, we all know how to be sarcastic. We all know how to be a smart donkeys behind. Right. Yeah. So so we have to throttle that back and realize that what empathy is, is it's sending a feeling, a healing feeling, a healing feeling that you're not alone, yeah. a healing feeling that man, you lost your child to suicide. You're not alone. You um, were you were um, treated with injustice because of your color. Man, I don't know how that feels, but I want you to know you're not alone through this. Like I'm with you in this, like I'm with you, like to all anybody in my church family or anybody watching that feels that injustice has been done to you because you're black or because you're brown or because you're something else. I got you like I got you We're with you. I'm I got you protected in the spirit. So you're home, you're safe. And anybody that feels like, well, I don't know why somebody feels like that this long after racial laws have been changed, et cetera. Hey, you're welcome here. But you're going to have to learn to be to have empathy and people that have had an injustice done to them. You're welcome here, but you you can't expect everybody to know what you're going through and to know how it feels. And so we all have to have patience with each other. It's a big tent. Everybody's welcome. But love is the king. His banner over us is love. Come Republicans, come Democrats. Come black, come white, come Hispanic, come Asian, come Polish, come one, come all, all of it. All's welcome here. But and 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 to our leaders, our leaders are going to lead the way in love. And to those of you that are like, okay, am I can I be safe there? This is the whole point. This is what empathy is. And this is what a church should be bringing truth with love speaking the truth in love. It's an incredible healing message of you're not alone. And that's the gospel message that this is the gospel that Jesus came. And what was his name? First name, 
Emmanuel, God with us. What was God saying? You're not alone. I feel you. You're not alone. I'm here. I'm with you. You're not alone. God wants us to know he's with us and we're with each other and we're in this thing together. OK, now building blocks. So now I gave you the definition of empathy. Here's really simple because you've said the key word value. I'm going to tell you, it all starts with that. But here's the goal. Matthew 18, verse 19 says, if Jesus said, if any of the two of you agree about anything they ask, it shall be done for them by my father who's in heaven. So watch this now. We don't have to agree about everything, but we got to agree about what we're asking God for. And he said, that's that will be done by my father's who's in heaven. So Jesus is telling us the most powerful thing that two people can do is be in agreement about what they're going to God about and put all their other stuff aside and be in agreement about a promise from God, be in agreement about walking in love, be in agreement about reaching this world for Jesus. The power that we want to get to is that ability to set our differences aside and be able to come into this place of agreement in Matthew 18, 19. I'm going to agree about everything. But when it comes to what we're going to the father about and what we're asking for and what we need in this world, we're getting an agreement about. And that's where the power is. Power is the goal. This this kind of power. And where does that come from? Two people agreeing. And where does agreement come from? So I'm giving you the building blocks, but I'm giving it to you. I'm giving you the top. We want to see power. We want to have this kind of power of agreement. And where does that happen to have the power? You got to have agreement to have the power to ask anything and have it done. You got to have agreement. You got to have agreement to have that power. The power is the top. What we want underneath it that builds the power is the agreement underneath agreement. What creates agreement? Listen now, what creates agreement is understanding. And you can't get into agreement about something that there's a misunderstanding about. So what's underneath the agreement is understanding it's the building blocks to get along with anybody. You got to have understanding. Proverbs four, verse seven says in all you're getting, get understanding in all you're getting, get understanding in all you're getting. King James, King Jimmy, put put some old King Jimmy in there for me in all you're getting. Put some Creflo Proverbs four, seven in there in all you're getting. Get understanding. Right. You got you with me in all you're getting. Get understanding. Get understanding. It's what's under you that keeps you standing. Okay, got to come back to that another time. That's a whole nother one. Okay, so. So power comes from agreement. Agreement comes from understanding. Understanding comes from empathy. Jesus models empathy. This is where empathy fits in. You're not going to be able to understand each other if you don't have empathy. And empathy is the ability to communicate that incredibly healing message of you're not alone. So Jesus comes and says in Hebrews chapter 415, it says we don't have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who's been tempted in all things yet without sin. He understands your weaknesses. What does it say in the message Bible? He's touched or I think in the um, in the King James, he's touched. He's touched with the feelings of our weaknesses. And I love what he says in um, I think it's Isaiah 43, verse two in the message Bible. He said he will not brush aside. He will not brush you aside. Isaiah 42. I think it is verse three in the message. He said, I won't brush you aside. He said he won't he won't brush aside the bruised and the hurt and he won't disregard the small and the insignificant. And but he'll steadily and firmly set things right. That's empathy that he will not disregard. He will not brush aside. He will not extinguish a dimly burning wick. Let's let's build with the building block of empathy. So here we are. Power. What's the building block underneath power agreement? What's the building block underneath agreement? Understanding. Understanding. What's the building block under understanding? Empathy. What's the building block under empathy? Communication. You got to talk. You got to communicate. You got and 
you have to communicate where you're coming from. So now under the building block of communication, what how do you build communication? Listening, listening builds communication. Talking doesn't create communication. Listening is the building block for communication. Yes, there's going to be some talking, but listening is the building block for communication, which is the building block for empathy, which is the building block for understanding, which is the building block for agreement, which is the building block for power. All right. Now I'm not done. So hold, hold, hold your horses. Don't go anywhere. I got to finish this now. There's 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 two more that go underneath. So now we have this building block underneath of listening. But when will you ever listen to somebody? The only time you will ever listen to somebody is when you respect them. So the building block underneath listening is respect that when you respect somebody, you'll hear them out. When you shut people down, it shows you don't respect them. When you won't listen, when you don't want don't say another word, it shows disrespect. You only listen. I want you to think about this. Who are the people you listen to? People you respect. You don't listen to anybody you don't respect. So respect is the building block underneath all of these other things. Now, there's one last building block that creates respect. And you said it. It's value. Value. When you understand a human being's value, you will respect them. When you respect them, you will listen. When you listen, you will communicate. When you communicate, you'll have empathy. When you have empathy, you'll have understanding. When you have understanding, you'll have agreement. When you have agreement, you've got power. This is the building blocks for getting along with anybody but the devil. All right. That's the only one we're not getting along with is the devil. Right. So there is the building blocks value, human worth. What are what is a human worth? Jesus blood. What is a black human's worth? Jesus blood. What is a white person's human worth? Jesus blood. What is a brown person's human worth? The blood. We're all worth the same. We're the we're all the pearls of great price and he Jesus sold everything to buy you. That's value. Value is what causes you to have respect. Value somebody. I value you because you're a human being. I value you because you're made in God's image. I value you because you're God's child. That's why I value you because Jesus died for you. I value you might have done some of the worst things, but I value you. And this is what will heal you from doing those worst things. I value you because Jesus paid for you and he died for you and he loved you as much as he loved me. So guess what? Value builds, creates the building block for respect. Respect creates the building block for listening. Listening creates the building block for communicating effectively. Communication builds, it creates the building block for empathy. Empathy creates the building block for understanding. Understanding creates the building block for agreement. Agreement builds the building block for power and nothing will be impossible to you when you have that kind of power. So good. Yeah, right. Uh, Wow. Um, I wish I would have known you. You had all that because we could have just started (laughs) there. Uh, But we ended there. So we got there. Yeah, it was a detour, but we got there. I don't know if it's just Kevin's playing tonight or what, but I, I felt yeah, that. Yeah, no, felt Kevin's that. got it. Kevin's and, Kevin's in the flow and, uh, for he sure. Is always, he's bringing us. But that is so so massive, and I, I think thank you for laying that out for us yeah. because I think we cannot go wrong if you that can. is the, that is the path to truly loving people, truly loving truly people, speaking the language of love, and truly yeah. getting along with yeah. anybody. Yes. Now. Before we go any further, we're going to close, but I want to pray for you. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your savior and Lord, today is your day because there is no relation. You're never going to have successful horizontal relationships until you have a successful vertical relationship with God. And that relationship with God starts with Jesus. Jesus is value. Jesus is empathy. Jesus is he's everything. He's the entire building block of relationship with God. 
Jesus is the building block to get to God. He's the only way. He's the way, the truth and the life. Will you accept him today into your life as your Lord and Savior? Let me pray with you. Would you pray if you'd like to be sure you're going to heaven when you die? Pray this. Just say, Heavenly Father, I invite Jesus Christ into my life. Say that out loud. I invite Jesus Christ into my life as my Savior and Lord. I believe Jesus died for my sins and rose from the dead. From this moment forward, I'm a child of God. And you know what? If you just prayed that you are a child of God now and you just made the greatest decision of your life and you just you just obtained the most important building block for eternity. And that's Jesus. Yeah. The rock of your life from now on. Let me send you this book wherever you are in the world. You can download it. Go to our website, lifechangeschurch.com slash connect. This is my gift to you. If you're in America, we'll send it to you in the mail. If you're anywhere else in the world, you can download it instantly. You can download it instantly in America as well. It's free. It's my gift. It's the building blocks of Christianity, of your walk with God. So let's pray for healing. So can we pray, pray for healing and reconciliation of our our city? There's one murder is too many murders in our city and they're happening every weekend and we've got to stop it. We got to believe we got to come together on this stuff, gang. And we got to we got to we got to do whatever it takes to stop the senseless crime in our city and in our cities in this nation. Can we pray together and pray for our unity as well? Lord, we just thank you for healing our city, healing Chicago, healing the cities that are suffering so much, so much division and violence. We just plead the blood of Jesus over New York and Los Angeles and Portland and Seattle and all the cities where there's so much strife in our precious city. We pray that there'd be healing in our city. We pray that that politics would stop ruling our nation. But love would rule our nation and let it start with us, Lord. Let it start with this family that is connected globally through life changers, church family around the world. Bring revival in us to us and through us. And Lord, let there be the building blocks of empathy and all the things we talked about flood our soul with a revelation of what we've just gone over and discuss. Give every person heavenly revelation to really build on this in Jesus name. Amen. Listen, you're loved. You're loved. Can't wait to see you. We'll talk more about that in the future. But for time's sake, God bless you. If you need anything, let us know. We're here for you. Robbie, thanks yeah. for uh, moderating this and getting this thing me. going. And no, and uh, no, <laughs> yeah, that's right. An, Thank an your mother for having you. That's true. Uh, <laughs> also. <laughs> Love you guys. Yes. And uh, we'll see you on Sunday and daily bread in between. Love you guys. God bless.